Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's with shouting out our sponsors, beginning with none other than Maker's Mark. Shout out to everybody making their mark in their respective lanes and or industries. And we also have Mountain High. Climb your way to the top. Straight like that. So shout out to Gary and Greg for always pulling up, popping out, pulling up, and putting on in that order. So we're going to begin the show with some new news for all y'all new news. So Miss Reese was topping off our news segment this week. Um, okay, so we've reached our debt ceiling. What do you mean? We're in debt. We who? As in the we U.S. The, government. Oh, we the people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not us, but the U.S. government. Them. Uncle Sam them. Yeah. Did you know that Uncle Sam comes from... Um, United States of America, abbreviated. So like you, Sam, Uncle Sam. They just made this nigga up because of U-S-A-M. Oh, no, I didn't know yeah, that. Uncle Sam, dog. I guess I never want... He never yeah, cared to know. I never, never cared. cared the white man, right? I'm the racist. The white man. Right, the man. Uh, right. Um, so I was watching this on the news and... Congress has been meeting about this because if they don't do something, right, we're at our ceiling, mm -hmm. which it just doesn't really make sense. Right. Like, what are they going to do? Okay. If we're at the ceiling, like, what's going to happen? And so what the lady was saying is people will start pulling their money out. Mm -hmm. The stock markets will go crazy. Yeah. and Just uh, uh, uncertainty will, will ensue, it sounds like. But then my thinking was, well, don't we make money? Like, and we don't we print, print our own money? money? Like, what's the problem here? Chop some more trees down? But, like I was telling Calvin uh, yesterday, I feel like this has been an issue for decades, right? It 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 used to be talked about a lot more, and I remember it, um, I was, I want to say like the 90s, 97, 98 is when Clinton was in office. Right about there. Um, and he was the only president during my time, or that I can remember, that got us out of debt. We had a surplus. I was really into this at that time. But what did he life. do to get us there? So, he... It's like any budget, right? right? So any household budget. Right. Let's say you got your student loans, right? They are, if they're not consolidated, you write all of who you owe down, but that's student loans. Mm -hmm. Okay, then you got your household stuff, okay? Then you got so it's like military, right? right? You got education, right. right? You got housing, right? We got foreign shit, right? Infrastructure. Whatever. These things, yeah. Right. So we the problem is we've been putting more money to War. Yeah, defense is the right? main budget. That item. takes everything. Yeah. Um, and so I think with Clinton, and they, during that time, they broke all this stuff down. They showed it on the news. That's okay. why I was really into it. <laughs> That's why I knew nothing about it. The news. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but exactly what he paid, what he was taking money from, and what he was putting it under, what would have more money in the years to come mm -hmm. if everything projected to be what it was you know what he said it was gonna be. Um, Did this nigga coming from a, a finance background or damn, no? Really, his cabinet was doing a lot of it. It it's not hard, okay. but it presidents do the budget based on their interest. Type shit. Okay, so Clinton at that time there was no war, there was nothing really going on because he came in after the first Bush. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so there was nothing necessarily, we were not in turmoil. Mm -hmm. He did, we felt like, I'll, I'll say this, we felt like it was money circulating, but he did put a lot of people in jail. Oh, and so yes. maybe the crime went down and maybe yeah. we was just like, oh, okay, we, you know, right. that's great. And just, Maybe it came from privatizing the prison system, yeah. the prison industrial complex, maybe funded a lot of our Could be. debt and right. led us to a surplus. So at what cost? Did he get us out of debt? Mm. Mm. The black people, yeah. but nonetheless, we were out you of debt. This shit, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> we were out of debt, but since since Bush 9/11, right? We've been in Afghanistan since then. Okay. Right. So we're just leaving 20 years later. Um, so we've been in debt since then, and so it's just I don't know. Sometimes it's just like okay, let's just throw it all away and start over. Man, reset the deck, bro. Because Miss you deal. still have a lot of the same. Miss deal. Congress people and senators that oh, yeah. are in office since, right, since then. then. Since then. So that's part of the problem too. Yeah. Uh, anything that we can do locally to make the situation better besides manage our household budgets a Pay little bit taxes. better? Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. Damn. Stop but, that taxi y'all. <laughs> but here's the thing. So my dad always questions everything. Right? He one of them dudes that... We watched Amistad together, and he was like, so what did you think? I gave a dumb answer. I had to write a book report. Oh, like, he's no. one of those dads, Did right? he grade it? No, but he read it, and I had to, like, give, like, what I, I felt and what... book report got me weak. That shit is, it used to be annoying, but... I love your father. He, that nigga he is question. stern. Stern father figure. We he, need more of those, uh, though, dude. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, good job. Good job, Mr. Nelson. So, look. He would always question stuff. And he asked me, where does it say that you have to pay taxes? Who, where, is that a law? Where is that? And it, it makes you think, like, you can't find it anywhere you look that says you're required by law to pay taxes. Really? Now, I haven't researched it, but I did hear something to the effect of being born in the United States and being issued a social security number is almost the equivalent of being issued uh, LLC, TIN, or EIN number, meaning that the United States of America, which is a corporation, you are now a subsidiary of such, and you have to pay up and get them a taste of everything, every dollar that you make because you're on American soil or because you're an American citizen, you have to pay taxes because of that. Because you, Reese, are an individual and you're God's child and all that bullshit. But your name <laughs> means is in, nothing to means the business. Nothing. Your name is in all caps on your birth certificate and your social security number is almost like your employee identification number and you're the employee. So you're actually a business and a person upon birth in the United States. Again, having researched it out, this is some stuff that I heard. Ain't you know that some bullshit though? But, that's, that's some and real that's stuff. And that's probably likely, yeah. right? But, but that's why we have to pay taxes because we are businesses within a larger United corporation. States. But that's not how they sell the democracy. Nah. Right? That's the not how they sell it. The game's to be sold, not told though, people. You so, heard it here first on this end of that. That's just something to think about. And then I was watching a video TJ actually sent me. Mm -hmm. um, I so I've read Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Poor Dad. Right, he's Twice. we use the four cash quadrant in our business model with the insurance piece. I'm trying to get people to understand how to become a business owner. Mm -hmm. Right, in this particular video, he talked about why business owners like Jeff Bezos don't pay taxes yeah. or get out of paying taxes. Yeah. Even Elon Musk, yeah. right? Even Donald, especially Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Heard a nigga um, paid like $12. I heard he's upset because he got booted out of the top 100 richest men alive. Yeah, he was in his feelings about that. Um, <laughs> what, what do you mean, 105? Right, nonetheless, 
But they get out of paying taxes by creating LLCs mm -hmm. and creating businesses and jobs, right? And they're loopholes. Tax shelters, tax deferred, all types of ways around the system. And life insurance. You don't have to pay taxes. So they mm -hmm. do dump a lot of money in their policies. And so when they pull it out, it's double and they can pull their money tax-free. So I just feel like... You gotta know the game to play it to win, y'all. Yeah. So all of our listeners and viewers, you know, talk to your accountant, your tax person. Nisha Cakes, P. Love, yeah. Ronnie Simon. Y'all yeah. follow through on this, man, because yeah. you too can take advantage of tax shelters and tax deferment. <laughs> but you have to, again, knowledge is power. The yeah. G.I. Joe's taught us that. Did they? You watched that cartoon? Man, definitely was a Cobra Commander fan. I didn't watch Definitely watched G.I. Joe. Definitely watched Police Academy. Definitely watched the Nintendo. I love Police Academy. The, I'm talking about the animated series, Police Academy. They had a cartoon for Police know. Academy. No. Yeah, with Hightower and Tackleberry and the Big Just Titty White Girl. Movie. Yeah. I watched all the movies, okay. too. Um, and the other news, let's see. Facebook had a whistleblower this week. Did you hear about that? No, nah, I know it went down, down. I know they crashed, but I didn't know a whistleblower made that happen. Like, what do you mean? No. So, yeah, it did crash on Monday. And here's the crazy thing. I was trying to post something all day. Go through it. All Go day. through it. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, and so I took it off the Wi-Fi. I'm like, okay, maybe this Wi-Fi is janky. Mm -hmm. Then my phone, I'm like, well, no, my bill is paid. My network should be working. I paid my Facebook bill. You know, like, what <laughs> is the problem? So then I just left it alone. And thank God I didn't, like, think about it no more. And Stress. then yeah. when I saw it, I was like, see, I know people was going crazy. Because for the first 10, 15 minutes, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, but no, somebody that used to work for Facebook, um, she was a higher up. She basically went to the Congress and said that, Facebook could stop a lot of the misinformation that mm -hmm. goes on, especially during our presidential uh, elections. Yep. But they don't. They choose not to. She said their best interest is their interest. Mm -hmm. It is not the viewers, users, provide none of that. Right. And um, she said they are well aware. Of course, he came back and was like, she's a disgruntled employee. employee. Former employee. Um, but... So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, just in terms of whistleblowers, period, I feel like snitches get a bad rap in our society. You can be like screaming at the top of your lungs trying to advocate for something that's Good. unjust, and people are like, one, you're a snitch. Two, it's too big of a problem for us to do anything <laughs> about it. And it's like three, when they put that narrative out about a disgruntled former employee, we buy into that more than we buy into what the they're blowing the whistle story. about. Yeah. That's why I think people just try to not not rock the boat, not draw too much attention to themselves, stay low and keep firing and get their bag. But shout out to Shorty, uh, female. Yeah, she's Sounds female. like it. For having the courage. <laughs> I was just saying, with all due respect, it sounds like, you know. But, I mean, what do you think about her, her position? Is it Facebook's responsibility to act in their own interest as a company? Or is it to act in the best interest of the people so here's my take on it, and it's only because recently, one, I hate that Facebook owns Instagram and WhatsApp. Like I, hate I didn't that. know they owned WhatsApp. So when I went to reach out to my brother on WhatsApp, I couldn't get through. Like I was cool with were the you ID, because I didn't know they were connected. So I'm like, wait, what's wrong with my phone? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Facebook, I was cool on ID. I was cool on didn't know didn't know that they owned WhatsApp. Yeah. Learned that the hard way. So um, I don't like that. I don't like because. 
my flyer for the 420 event gets blocked now. It always gets mm, like no, yeah, and they for say, inappropriate content. Yes, dog. Do you know how many weed yes. billboards there are up and down the e-way right now? Like they're pushing weed down your throat, literally. So, but you can't post about it. That's part of my issue. Well, not only that, but you have people who smoking weed, drinking. Matter of fact, you have people who showing their whole ass on Instagram. Yeah, and you mad thing. at my little flyer? Like, so I don't like how um, that, that ownership, they can control all that. Yeah, they have that. discretion. They have um, their own discretion. And that's like Boosie Badass. He's still not back on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And now he has to go to Twitter. Thank God Twitter didn't sell because mm -hmm. otherwise Facebook will own Twitter, Twitter too. Twitter as well. Dang. Yeah, They're going to have a monopoly on social media yeah. at some point because I feel like if anybody comes up and tries to be the next TikTok, next musically, the next what used to be Vine or yeah. now Instagram, like Facebook would probably just cannibalize them and be like, they let, me will get try. let me get that, let me get that. Twitter is standing strong. Yeah, I remember they almost went out of business, but I heard Trump almost saved them because Trump had so much traffic going to his page because he was so Polarizing sensational. and you're yeah. just always on there. So I think we do need to create, and I'm not saying go back to Black Planet. We obviously have to get something I used more. to love Black Planet. What was your Black Planet name again? Do you remember? Red 1212. Red? 1212. How long? When you, when you was light skinned when you was little? What do you mean, red? That was my inner light skinnedness, okay? Ah, okay, okay. Um, I think mine was indicator. What is that? Indicator, like when you shoot a foe on the dice, you know you're finna hit 10, the foe is your indicator? No, no. I was a big gambler growing up, no. dog. I don't know why. I went back to the crib for Hong Kong, and they was like, we went bowling for Saturday, the second day we met up. And I'm like, yeah, y'all just bet a dollar every throw. And they was like, no, 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 nigga. Ever since you were 12, you had a gambling problem, dog. <laughs> like, no, you was not for nothing. We trying to have fun, bro. You out here trying to make, make trying rent. Trying to save people money. Right. I'm like, damn, my bad. I didn't know I had a rep for that. But uh, yeah, my joint was definitely indicator. Did you know there was one for like brown people? Actual brown people? Like A social media platform? Yeah, like no. not Black Planet, but like. What was it called? Something Spanish. No, I yeah, I don't, I don't speak Spanish that well, so no. I don't know what it was called, but they definitely had their own platform. And I felt offended, but then I'm thinking, like, maybe they felt offended that we had Black Planet. No? No, I mean, they probably did. Yeah. Who cares? But that's all I got for news, y'all. All right, well, that about wraps us up for this week's segment of new news for all y'all new news on this week's episode of This and the Third. Literally. Literally. And now we'll move on to entertainment. So, Miss Reese, what's topping off our entertainment segment this week? Oh, so this is the sad story. Um, was that your sad voice? Oh, yeah, this is... You don't give a... She doesn't give a flying, flarfing filth about this story, but go ahead. I need to work on my, what, empathy is it? Yeah, empathy. Empathy. How do you give that? Like, what do you say to a person? Like, because and, there's and, nothing you can say. Man, I hope we get to this in entertainment, but Dave Chappelle's new special... Yeah, we do this right I forgot what it's called, though, but at the end, he was talking about... A transgender woman, so mm -hmm. I, I think it was a man dresses a woman. Yeah. Um, but she was like, he was like, man, I just don't understand. I don't understand what you're saying. So like, I don't need you to understand me. I need you to um, realize that I'm having a human experience. So I think that's kind of what empathy is: is the fact that I don't get it, I don't agree, I don't whatever, but you're having a human experience, and I, I, I'm allow you to have that if that's the right word, allow. Or I understand, or I want you to have that. I still think that's the sad thing because that's still not it. It's, it's not it. Like that's not it. That's roundabout. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you get a bare minimum with a sad stuff. I'm going to <laughs> let you have your human experience, and I get to choose whether or not you get to have that human experience in my presence. I'm going to use that. I'm yeah. going to say that. Somebody's going to cuss me out. I just know it. <laughs> hey, 
I'm not saying that won't happen. I'm saying like, what Dave Chappelle what? taught us. I'm gonna let you have this human experience. Well, I'm gonna let you have this human experience. Khalees is having a human experience right Who is now. Who's it? Khalees, my milkshake bring all the boys to. Oh, the be Khalees. Yeah. Okay. Um, so her husband, Mike Mora, revealed that he um, has stage four stomach cancer and he was given only 18 months to live. Not tum tum cancer. Yeah. I've never heard of tum tum cancer. I've never heard of tum tum. Tum tum, his stomach. Huh? It's called his tum tum. Man, I ain't even gonna go into it, dog. Niggas don't know how you get cancer or how you cure it, dog. That part. But That's we got thing. a COVID shot, which don't make sense Ka -ka. to me. Ka -ka. Anyways, um, yeah, it's pretty sad because I know she's been uh, farming, right? She's been growing her own vegetables and like nice. she kind of start eating differently and mm. living a more healthier life prior, like way prior to COVID. Um, so you really haven't heard much from her outside of her farming and cooking and stuff like that. Right. Um, I didn't even know she was remarried. Nah, nah. When That's why you said Khalees. Then you said husband. I instantly thought nah. I'm like, nah, they divorced. Yeah. Never heard about a remarriage. Um, right. But it was just sad because she hasn't been in it. But she's really, I'm saying it like I know her, but she's really nice and sweet. And I really we like her. don't know this lady. I don't know her she at all. Drugged, I feel like she drugged Nas during their divorce. No, she didn't drug Nas. Uh-uh. <laughs> I've heard otherwise. But I wasn't there. I don't know. But, so her husband's dying of tum-tum cancer, and we feel bad. We feel empathy for them yes. because they're having a human experience. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we're learning here. We're learning and we're growing here. On this oh, okay. In other news, hey, did you grow up on Rap City? I definitely did. Oh, uh, okay. Big Tigger was my nigga. Big and Tigger. No way. okay? I only watched Rap City because of Big Tigger. Really? Yes. Now, I saw Big Tigger this weekend. He's the... Hype man at the Falcon Stadium. Mm, that's why he does live in Atlanta. He be in there busting. I heard he does the Hawks games too. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. It was just dope to see like such a nostalgic character from our childhood. Yeah. Like still representing. And now it's, he's getting another opportunity to bring back something nostalgic for us. And he still looks the same. It's oh, like yeah. he, he never changed. He hasn't aged. Um, so he had posted a picture of like the basement. Yeah. I'm going to say Rap City 21. Um, so it should be coming out pretty soon. I hope it actually does because I don't know if you remember, there were rumblings of, and this is pro probably right before COVID hit, making the band was about to come back out in 2020. Hmm. Diddy, and then it never happened. You know what I'm saying? Because everything happened. Because everything happened. No, I'm hoping that the basement actually comes back. And I actually heard that, um, what's the other one with Donnie Simpson and Cheryl? BT Soul? Not Soul. It was more like uh, Gru. What was it called? Planet? What? It was something. I know. The R&B show that Donnie Simpson used to lead with yeah. Sherry something with the light eyes. I know you talk. I know what yeah. show you're talking about. Now, yeah. that was like early 90s. Yeah, but I heard that's coming back, though. And then somebody was like, Donnie Simpson don't know none of these new niggas. Like, how's he going to be like, BJ. <laughs> Who, where's the rest this? of her name? How do you pronounce this? Nor but, Normandy? Nor yeah. What? Like, but it's, no. a, it's a lot of things that worked in the past that they're getting another shot at. You know what I'm saying? But I like to see... The originators, none greater, get that second shot to because do I don't again. feel like it was money in the market back then. Like I don't feel like Big Not Ticket like was getting was paid. Now. Donnie like Simpson was now. gonna get paid, but now they were trailblazers in their own regard, and yeah. now everybody else is able to catch a bag. Like let them get some of that bag back. No, I agree. You know what I'm saying so. Man, shout out to Big Tig and shout out to Donnie Simpson. If somebody on the live could tell us what was the name of that show, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, no, I agree. I, I'm excited for it to come out. Was it called Video Soul? I feel like it was called Video, Video Soul. Soul. Yeah. Some was Soul in it. Yeah. Video Soul. Video Soul with Donnie Simpson. But if you think about it, so when BET stopped playing all their videos, 
my high school college. Thanks, Case. It was, it she was, did confirm it is video so. My high school college era was all MTV. Yeah, because we had what? The TRL. Grind. TRL, The Grind. They had everything from for spring break that your heart that your heart desired, and then it was just like just videos playing. It was like it's not All even that. a show. It's just man, it's music video television. Yeah. You know what I'm saying we own it, um, and that was man. But the originator was the box. You oh the yeah, the box? box. Yeah, the jukebox. You had to call and order that shit. Joint. Yeah. Did you ever call? Yeah, I liked. Uchi uh, Kuchi la la la. Uchi Kuchi. I used to like um, Aisha. Yeah. All that boys the men BBD and ABC shit was my shit. And Luke, Luke was big on. Luke, Luke definitely had he had a run, but I think the most memorable video on the jukebox was I miss you. I'm talking Aaron to Hall. you, baby. Yes. <laughs> I miss you. When that lady died from drinking milk, dog, I cried. She didn't die. From I developed empathy. She did. She had on the overalls and she was pregnant. She drank some milk and she clutched over and died. I thought she... Wasn't she pregnant in yeah, the video? Pregnant. She died from milk consumption. <laughs> what did the lady die from in the Aaron Hall I Miss You video? Complicate from, uh, complication from that baby, wasn't it? Milk. Okay. It was from You're milk, bro. Milk. She OD'd okay. on milk. Okay. What about... um? Do you remember Skilo? I wish I was a little bit yeah, taller. Yeah. That was my joint. You remember Gangsta Paradise by Coolio? You remember um, We're All in the Same Gang? Oh, it was the West Coast All-Stars. You don't remember? Oh, my goodness. It was Dr. Dre, Easy e MC. What was it called? We're West All Coast in the Same Gang. No. Don't you know we got to put our hands together? Stop the fight. Make the change. Because we all in the same gang. Yo, I'm not hit up. Preach. Yeah, because yo, we not. Okay, 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 okay. That was my joint, dog. These joints was crazy. <laughs> the box used to have bangers. No, they did. And it was no white music. None. It was no white music. How did that was BET before BET? Yeah. Like what channel did the box come on? It, it wasn't. It was like a bootleg. I felt like it was a bootleg channel. Not Man. everybody had it. Man, you had to Not find it, dog. Had it. Yeah. Somebody let me know what channel, what box. station was the box on. I would love to. That's know. funny. Um. Okay. So they next. said definitely died drinking milk, bro. She died from a milk overdose. Who said that? P Patrice. She knows. She was there. We all 81 babies. Milk? No. Milk did her body wrong, Somebody bro. pulled it up. I'm going to pull I'll it up. Pull it what up, is it buddy. called? It's I called miss I Miss You, bro. Fast forward to 314, and she passes away due to milk Three. overconsumption. Sh shut up. I Miss You. I don't know if that's a timestamp. But nevertheless, I just feel like I, I do remember, I feel like I was watching the jukebox when the OJ chase came on. Like, I remember sitting there <laughs> watching the jukebox, and it was like, we interrupt this, this what's it called it, with a special message. And OJ, and what's his name? Um, I forgot the nigga that was driving him, but his former teammate. Out in the Bronco? Yeah, they was in the white Bronco going slow as hell. And I'm like, dog, can we get back to the videos, dog? But I didn't ever order off the jukebox because it cost money. Yeah. Like, what did, what did your parents say? Well, my dad used to order two. Oh, okay. So you had a proof. Okay. So you just blended it in with it. I just blended it in. I just throw one or two here. Nah. My mom was dubbing gospel music off of WGCI on Sundays. That was the only music consumption that we was getting in there. She wasn't watching the Okay. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. And she will go to the fridge and she will no longer be with us. And I remember changing faces. 
Do you mind if I stroke you up? I don't mind. Do you mind if I stroke you down? I don't mind. All through the night. And we didn't know if that was Aaron Hall or R. Kelly. No, it was R. Kelly. I know now, but I didn't know then. You didn't know. I was Y'all knew? I was clear. I thought that may have been Aaron Hall. No. Oh, I Get Around, I think, was another jukebox classic. The Tupac joint and Humpty. That, yeah, 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 because that was before Tupac was by himself. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so in other news, I, I mean, entertainment, yeah, tell me when it comes up. Uh, uh, she's experiencing um, labor pains, labor pains. She had a miscarriage, or the baby came out and it killed her. No, never, never, no, he was not a single father at the end of this video. <laughs> he was not a single father, he was a widower. <laughs> okay, so like Calvin said, uh, Dave Chappelle does have a new special out, right? Do you got the title of it? No, I don't have the title, but the reason I I saw this piece of clip was he was kind of backing the baby. He was right, so he was like, you know, he said the baby killed, shot and killed a man in Walmart. Come on, son. Right, Come and on, it did son. not affect his career. He shot and killed his man in Walmart, and he continued to be the baby, right? Yet. Milk is drank. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. And you never see her again in the video, bro. Oh. Labor pain. Oh. She's screaming. Labor. She's lactose intolerant, obviously. Labor. Miscarriage. The milk. She's dressed in all white to represent guys. milk. Miscarriage. No. She was miscarrying for six months then because she was having trouble throughout this entire video. And she might have. It wasn't from the milk, though. It was, it was a miscarriage. Milk, bro. She was supposed to be drinking that red top vitamin D. She had the blue top 2%. After Y'all so crazy. Anyway. Um, so, anyway. The closer. Logan. What up, Lo? Lo just says it's called the closer. The special? The, the Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle joint is called the closer. Okay, it's called the closer. Um, so, he was saying, like, the baby done shot and killed a man. He still went on to have a successful, you know, successful he got, career. His career right? took off after that. Right. Yet, you say something against the LGBTQ community and things go down. And he was just like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> nah, it is because, you know, at the thing, and you've seen the special, right? I haven't seen the whole thing, no. Okay, so I'll give you a chance to see it. But basically, he's saying that you can do anything to anybody in any place in, in space, but you can't hurt the feelings of somebody from the LGBTQ community. Right. So then I feel like he dedicated his set to showing how ridiculous that notion is. And he was kind of saying like, man, my whole life, y'all been saying, or my whole career rather, y'all been saying I had a problem with the LGBT commun mm -hmm. community. But if you really take a step back and look at what I've been saying, I've had a problem with white people. And we once, know I that. Get, once I get white people back into a corner, then y'all switch it up and be like, I'm actually a woman. Call me a woman. And he's like, dog, I don't get that, dog. Like, what, what are y'all talking about? But that has nothing to do with, you know what I'm saying, whatever else is going on. And he made a good analogy when he said Bruce Jenner, who obviously was a man previously, and then switched over to this transgender uh, piece, got woman of the year the first year of being a woman. And it was like, 
what about all the other Sir. amazing women that Sir. have lived their lives as a woman? And this is kind of like, man, y'all be skipping the line on a lot of stuff. So when you look at civil rights, he made an example about so Joyner Truth was being asked not to speak at some, you know, way back in the day, early feminist um, movement type stuff. Yeah. And she was like, no, I'm going to go up here and talk. And I'm going to talk about how I'm a woman and I'm black, black as well. If not, I'm black and I'm a woman as well. Yeah. And it, they were kind of like, well, that don't really fit with our agenda. And it's like, man, the, the fact that, you know, LGBTQ gets so many privileges, so many... Di you know, inequitable nice privileges. Yeah. And when you compare it to the civil rights movement, it's like, damn, he said it. And especially he's like, y'all are doing extremely well. Your movement is going extremely well compared to our 400 years and then post 400 years of oppression. So it is a very good look. He said he's not going to do another special for a while. Like for, and I was, I was sad when Netflix? I heard that. It's on Netflix. I'm gonna watch it tonight. I was sad when I saw that he he led with that. Like, man, it's gonna be my last one in a while, but I'm going all the way. That's what he kept saying in this episode. Okay. I'm going all the way. And he went there. He took it there and then he brought you back and then he made it all make sense. But I feel like he is the epitome of educational entertainment, man. Like, I you might it. not sit there and just laugh your butt off, but you will chuckle but learn. And then you'll laugh your butt off at certain points. You know what I'm saying? I think you'll laugh if you woke. If you understand all yeah. of that, like, it makes sense. But he's saying stuff that's so deep, I feel like I might have to watch it again mm. to really get the laughs off. It. Because I didn't want to miss a word by laughing. I'm like, man, I want to hear what this nigga's saying. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's great. It's not just good. It's great. And I think that this, in my opinion, establishes him as the GOAT. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm an Eddie fan. I caught the tail end of Richard Pryor, you know what I'm saying? Bernie Mac is definitely top five, but I think unequivocally, hands down, Dave Chappelle is the greatest comedian ever, dog. You know what I'm saying? No, so uh, shout out to him and definitely give it a check. Um, it's trending top 10 right now, probably number one on Netflix. Um, so y'all can check that out at y'all earliest convenience. <coughs> you know who, who's a funny white comedian? And I watch his show. Who? Bill Maher. I had never Bill watched Maher. a stand-up yeah. of his. His, for him to be a white guy. Yeah, he's good. He's good. If I was a white, white guy white in the guy audience comedians watching like. Bill him. Bar, Bill Maher and who else? Oh, I don't know many. You I know, know them by Bill faces. Burr? No. Bill Burr is kind of funny, bro. Uh, I know them by faces. I don't necessarily know them by names. If they don't do anything else outside of just being a comedian. What about Seinfeld? See, I didn't like his. Show or his stand-up? I didn't like his show. Have you seen his stand-up? Some of it, and it's just... Seinfeld is clever. Seinfeld is clever, and they're saying that he's one of the like geniuses of the craft because his jokes are not stillable. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a whole thing about, man, I might have heard that joke before. What, man, people can steal your jokes. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, say the know. way that he delivers his jokes and what he talks about in his content is unstillable. You know what I'm saying? Now so I, I appreciate that unicornness of him. I like Larry. Larry David. That now, that's kind of like his OG. Yeah, because he wrote and Seinfeld. Yeah, the yeah. whole joint. So and Curb like Enthusiasm, yeah. which I think is having another season coming out. So there's some good white guys out there, too. But regardless, black, white, purple, or brown, it's uh, Dave Chappelle or nobody, in my opinion. But Okay, so get this, y'all. The cancel culture is coming for Denzel Washington. Never. Not Denzel. What he do? Katie Couric. You lost me. Okay. She, on the podcast uh, last year, she revealed, recalled the time interviewing uh, Denzel back in like 2004. Okay. Oh, oh. 
not even recent. Um, she was interviewing him. This was before training day. It, it was when he, he said it was when him and Meryl Streep was like on a um, press tour, yeah. right? She was doing a lot of interviews. Now, I read the full article. And the article, she says that she asked him, like, what was his political views? That, that's kind of where she was going with it. Mm -hmm. um, and she, she made a, a statement like, well, you're one of the, not you're from Hollywood, but you Hollywood folks. Mm. You people. And he said. You rich people. Well, I don't know Hollywood folks. I just know Hollywood to be a town with stars on the ground or folks who live in that town. But right. I don't know anybody. Explain yourself. So he, he checked her. And I think she, because I was reading the article and they said everything that he said. And I'm like, mm, that ain't disrespectful. That's checking you because you're putting me in the boat of. Hollywood folks. They're like, I ain't Hollywood folks. Like, what right. do you mean by that? Right. And then she said, she got stuck. And she said, well, let me rephrase it. Um, how do you... Then she said, you people. Oh, don't say that what? to Denzel. Right? So what? she was trying to get him to answer a question on his political views. And do you think um, because you're just an actor or you work in that space that you should really be voicing your opinion? That's where she was going with it, right? Right. He didn't give her a chance to get there because no, she asked it wrong. I got to address this. I got to address Yeah, this. Um, and so she felt uncomfortable. And what, she, what, what was the word she used? She felt uncomfortable, shaken and uncomfortable. Shaken. shaken. What is she, a martini? She felt. <laughs> what is this? The last James Bond movie with Daniel Craig? She Stop felt it. shaken and uncomfortable, okay? Um, but my thing is, okay. It's 2021. She was saying it like, oh, I felt so uncomfortable by uh, him. And so, like, Intimidated. No. You, you was rude to his ass, and he properly and a little professionally checked your ass. So I just, so on Twitter, you know, black Twitter wasn't going for it. Nah. They, they they was they was going after your girl Katie. Um, I'm pretty sure she regrets even mentioning this on this interview on this podcast. But yeah, we're not gonna let you cancel Denzel. I mean, that's what the supporters on these tweets were saying. Like, no, Denzel has you know he's been here how many years? Right. And we've never had any bad. Ex All the women actors that have worked with him. Come on now. Very professional, very gentlemanlike, etc. And I think it speaks to. Um, some more points that Dave Chappelle was making on uh, The Closer. He said something to the effect of, man, you know, I tried to, or no, he said somebody came to somebody's defense on the transgender issues that he always talks about, and it was this transgender friend that came to his defense, and he said they drug her on Twitter. He said, I don't care because Twitter's not a real place. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, when people be trying to cancel people, like, some people are uncancelable. Yeah. You're not going to cancel David Chappelle. You're not going to cancel Denzel Washington. No. You're not going to cancel certain people. Yeah. So, you trying will mess around and get you canceled. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Katie Curry, yeah. that name doesn't even sit well in our community and our culture to begin with, let alone you're coming after one of our lowercase g gods. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And his reputation precedes him. And we're, we're not going, basically. We're not going. You know what I'm saying? And... Don't get confused when a black man or a black woman or a black person asserts themselves and is like, yo, we're not going. 
Uh, you have to, I'm demanding that you answer what you mean when you say that yeah. or redirect your line of questioning to be more appropriate. That's not being aggressive. That's being assertive and standing yeah. up for yourself. And we have the justifiable right to do so. Yeah. The crazy thing is if she was having that conversation with anybody other than a black person, especially a black man, probably wouldn't have felt no type of way. No, she, she wouldn't have felt, have felt shaken She would have felt debated. Oh, we were debating on how we had it been. I actually think that cuts both ways though because I saw a clip earlier and it was like a, I don't know if it was a Supreme Court justice, but it was something with politics, something with Congress or the House and they were like welcoming this Asian lady to the fold. Like she was the first Korean or whatever, something, something to, and you know, boom, boom, boom. So the white dude was like, man, I'm just so impressed and so, you know, appreciative of the Korean culture and how you all are able to make something out of absolutely nothing. And it's like, I mean, see what you meant. I see what you were trying to say in terms of, you know, she's taking advantage of the American dream. She got it out the mud, however you want to uh, state it. But... A white man can't say that to a Korean without it coming off as offensive, but a black woman could have said, man, y'all really got it, you know what I'm saying, out the mud. Y'all really made something out of nothing. Y'all made a lot out of a little. Because had to do the same thing. Right. So it's just, it's just weird when white people say it. I kind of have a notion that, man, white people just need to shut the fuck up for the rest of the year. Maybe, Forever. Yeah, maybe, maybe until 2030, you know what I'm saying? But like right now, it's not the time for y'all to be loud and boisterous, man. Y'all have had that for since the beginning of time. It's not your turn anymore. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up and think before you speak up. Agreed. Um, okay, so we mentioned Lil Boosie earlier. You know he has a new film out. Who that? Lil Boosie. Lil Boosie Badass? Yeah. It's a called, new film? Yeah, it's called My Struggle. Mm, it's about him? I don't know. All right, all right. <laughs> I ain't hear about this. I didn't know Boosie was making any content outside of <laughs> Crate Challenges. So I'm not going to laugh at it because I'm going to actually watch it i'm gonna right. watch it and i'll tell you all next week but go check it out so i do know that he had been tweeting you know hitting up champagne poppy like you tell your people in the six to watch it right. he's been shouting out different people to to support the film right plus instagram still got his ass blocked so he's only on twitter so guess who reached out to him give me give me a hint because i really like guessing Give me somebody a hint of who old school. Out to somebody old school that you wouldn't think because they don't necessarily cross paths mm, like that. Yeah. Somebody old school that doesn't necessarily cross paths like that. They reached out to Lil Boosie Badass, uh, and are they an actor, a rapper, mm, or an actor? Uh, I'm gonna go with Sidney Poitier. He's still living. Ah, maybe not. Harry Belafonte for two hundred. No, Damn. you went a little older. Bill Cosby. Billion? Bill Cosby encouraged all his supporters to go out and watch the film. Um, I was close as hell with Sidney Poitier. Yeah, you, you were close. Um, and, he, and he basically was just like, I'm not asking for anything. I'm not saying I need your support. Or He said, I genuinely liked the film. I see what you're doing. I see where you're trying to go. Y'all go watch him. Y'all go support. And that was dope. And I will say, you know, interesting. Not that Bill had like we can't put Bill and R. Kelly in the same category to me, right? No, one's in jail and one isn't. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we want to. But one, one was messing with minors and one wasn't. Yeah. You know, that's all a, that's the women. A very clear delineation. Okay, Bill was messing with grown women. Yeah. You know, now whether they knew all that, that's a whole nother story. But 
his he has experience in TV and film. He has a lot of pull even now. Like oh, people yeah. still Bill yeah. call, we're coming. We're coming. We're putting right? out G. Um so for him to support and we know Lil Boosie be wild at the mouth. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like Cool. Like, so I didn't hear about this story, but I think that it's very interesting that he would take that position just because of historically, Bill has been the one calling people trying to reel them in. I know and that's be more like him yeah. versus themselves. So I think maybe Jill has reformed this nigga, and now he's open to broader broadening his, yeah. his horizons and really, and maybe he's just trying to re ingratiate himself back with the culture, and he realizes like, man, I, at the end of the day, I'm a black man. Like and I could he, be a rich nigga, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm a black man, so I got to stick with my own. Well, and he realized I am older now, so what worked for me in my generation right. ain't. Reaching this generation because even though they play the Cosby's on rerun, I mean, these kids watching it, mm -hmm. I still watch it, yeah, yeah, like they not watching it. So, I and I'll say this, man, like, and I don't know how conservative people were or weren't back then, but I feel like Bill Cosby and the way he used to act in some of these movies with Sidney Poitier, he was a bit raunchy. Not yeah. saying that he was inappropriate, but like for the times, he was damn, damn near like borderline dolomite shaft with some of the shit he was saying and doing. And it was like, people could have looked at him like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, you shouldn't be saying that. And it's just like, nigga, that's, he a freak. Yeah. Let him be a freak. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, you just gotta let people be. And Boosie is an epitome of authenticity. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, another un uncancelable person because he's authentic. He's yeah. like, I'm not doing this for likes or for no. whatever or for fans. Like, I'm saying this because it's true to me. Um, I don't know if you heard, but Charlamagne the God got a new show. Yeah, and I haven't he, caught it's on Friday. Come on, Friday. He be going in on white it. people. But yeah. that's like his position. His and he's unapologetically that. That's why he got books like Black Privilege. That's yeah. why, you know what I'm saying, he he says and does and moves the way that he does consistently because that's his truth. And whether you hate it or love it, you know what you're going to get with that guy because right. he's consistent. He's authentic. Same with Boosie Badass. Yeah. Same with a lot of other people. And I think that right now is the worst time, if there was ever a good time, to be fake. Now is the best time to be authentic. And if you build it, they will come. Your yeah. community will follow you. Your, your subscribers, everybody will get with you because you're being your authentic self versus who you think somebody wants you to be. So shout out to Bill for knowing that it's never too late to teach an old dog new tricks. And shout out to Boosie Badass for getting it in on the ownership and production side. He's been getting it in on the music for a long time. Yeah. Now he's kind of switching up the hustle. I think i seen a clip with Cheating ass Myron, uh, uh, what's my man? Myron. Uh, uh, yeah, he a Instagram dude. Oh, um, I'm like, I don't know. What's the other dude? Myron. DC Fly, Young Fly. Okay. And Ti, but it looked like Ti was directing a movie that these two young up and coming okay. social influencers were in. So shout out to everybody that's like positioning into positions of power, man. Yeah, yeah. good for them. Straight up. Well, that's it for entertainment, guys. Well, that about wraps us up for this week's segment of entertainment on this week's episode of This and the Third. Literally. Literally. And now for everybody's favorite topic on this and a third, and that is none other than relationships. relationships. So, Miss Reese, what's topping off our relationship segment this week? How can I help? Okay, so I sent you a post earlier today that I saw someone post on social media, right? Mm -hmm. It was kind of exposing whatever is going on behind closed doors. Okay. Right? And we see that a lot, right? People be like, this particular post was like, my, I don't even think it said ex-wife. It said my wife tagged that person, is sleeping with, uh, tagged that person. Yes, yes. Which yes, I was confused because yes. I was like, I didn't think y'all was together, yes, you, but yes. clearly. Separate, 
is what we gotta do. Clearly, somebody's mm -hmm. upset. And so then the comments were, hey, is your page hacked? He said no. He said no! This page is not <laughs> hacked. This is my authentic voice. So, okay, so my question is, how much do you post on social media about your relationship? Like, is it, I get it, sometimes you just mad and you wanna vent, but like, shouldn't you just keep certain things close to the chest? Yes, and I would, to answer your question, how much do you post on social media about your relationship? The bare minimum, man. I think we talked about it before in terms of, and I feel like we spoke about it more so in terms of females wanting this versus males, but there is a, a void that needs to be filled or a box that needs to be checked when you're in a committed, serious relationship, when you're married or whatever the case may be, to let it be known. So Facebook handled that easily with the profile. You can just say, I'm married to this person. Now, if I never post you, at least my profile says, I'm married to you, right? Yeah. Um, there's another you know they one. also say it's complicated. Yeah, so you got <laughs> options on Facebook. With Instagram, they, people care less about that, yeah. so it's more the picture Pictures. is going to be worth the story. What is your life words. like yeah. is Instagram? And I think that because Instagram and social media in general are more so for highlights as opposed to behind the scenes, and there's so much that goes into relationships that are behind the scenes in nature, and they lead to highlights, yeah. you're not going to post a lot if anything, about your relationship because 80% of that stuff is below sea level. You're gonna see maybe that 10 to 20% that's good and oh, anniversary, oh, da da da, da blah, blah, blah. But I don't, I don't think that people need to overindulge in sharing in their, um, sharing in, in, in the content of their relationship just because one, nobody cares, bro. Nobody cares as much as you do about your significant other, about the pain that you're experiencing, about the joy that you're currently involved in with that situation. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. So I would say less is more in that regard, but I will say you have to also um, satisfy his or her need in regards to how often they are asking or expecting you to post them. Because I think I shared a story before about a young lady uh, and my guy, they serious committed relationship, they engaged, they doing their thing and they moving towards marriage and he had never posted her. But then while she was up in arms and venting and oh man, our engagement pictures didn't get posted, this didn't get posted, he, he act like he don't even know me, why the bam? I was like, well, what if he wants his first post of you all on his page to be y'all wedding pictures? And that's exactly how he played it. Yeah. I think that's way more significant than Oh, I'm dating her. Oh, I'm engaged to her. Oh, our wedding is coming up in six months. Like, man, this is my wife. It's the first time I ever posted her. It's some dope stuff to me. What say you? I think he saved his friend, first of all. I, I think, tend to do these I things. I think Calvin has the gift to get. I tend to do these okay, things. Okay, because I think that nigga had no intention at all. <laughs> he I didn't, go, it, it wasn't he like was I went and told him to do it. He as he could. Nah, it wasn't like I went and told him, like, hey, man, your girl complaining about the bam. I just was speaking to her and was like, maybe this is what's going on. And then happenstancely, that's exactly how it played out. What I had no idea why he wasn't posting shorty, but he posted his first post of him and her was at the altar kissing after being announced as the newly introduced couple. Mm -hmm. That was dope to me. Mm -hmm. that and that was. means more that than any of cute. that. Right, because what if he had been posting her in the past and they didn't never make it to the altar? 
Now he gotta take those pictures down, and now he gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like, just post it in the stories. It deletes after 24 hours. Type shit. So there's always <laughs> more than one way to skin a cat. But I would, in summation, I would just say less is more in terms of person posting your personal business on Instagram or on social media. Period. But what say you? No, I agree. I think less is more. I. So I used to be that, be mad and be posting subliminal shit on Facebook. Really? I, I can't get, see that. This is when it first came out. When Facebook oh, first okay. came out. So I was like, like in my early 20s. Oh, two. Right. <laughs> And it's a long time ago, a lifetime ago. Yeah, I used to be mad. Right. And I saw what you posted. Well, I'm glad you did. It was for your ass. Right. You know, but after you experience that and go through all that stuff, you really don't want nobody in your business. Yeah. Right? It's better for people to be guessing. Yeah. To wonder. Um, but I do agree that people post highlights. I do like couples who like do fun shit together and post it and just kind of want you to experience a little bit of right, their world. Through their posts, you yeah. know, like the butters. Okay. The butters. We we adore it, you all. Hey butters. You're cute. Um Bay's love. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So it is cute, but there is a limit. I think when you posting your dirty laundry yeah. while I'm entertained, I don't necessarily think Thoroughly. you need to. But it's, it's, it's to, the, to your point earlier, right? So we see the post and it comes across our timeline and we share it and we discuss it and we maybe get a chuckle out of it and then we go back to doing what we were doing. Yeah. So it's like, we don't care. Yeah. We don't care, but you've got this lick in on whomever you was trying to hurt, but it only ends up hurting you, man, because if you go low when they go higher or they're not going at all, you look stupid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You well, look Katie Couric-ish. And with this particular post, I don't know if I told you, but remember I took that, uh, I was going to Texas for the wedding, mm -hmm. and I took the day trip to Florida? Mm -hmm. We were all on the same flight. Yeah, yeah. He he had another woman with him. Right, so that's so like you doing your thing. So when he said my wife, I said, well, that wasn't her on the flight. Nah, and that's the thing. <laughs> but like, I'm but my we're not posting this. that. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, man, at the end of the day, just... Live, live life, laugh and learn, and let others be them, dog. Like you, you yeah. posting this is not gonna change shorty behavior, no. or she posting this is not gonna change your behavior. Um, so I would just say less is more, if if any. If you have the necessity in your relationship that you have to post something, post as minimal as possible and post the highlights because that's all we really want to see anyway, and that's all we should be privy to in the first place. Um, okay, so you asked me this question. This is the last question, y'all. You asked me this question yesterday. So I want everybody on the live to answer, whoever's on there. Um, you have to eliminate two. I thought this was really interesting because we had dialogue about it and we'll tell you our answers. You have to eliminate two. Alcohol, food, money, sex, friends, music, or weed. Say them again. Alcohol, food, money, sex. Friends, music, or weed? Okay. You're eliminating two. Which two can you live without? The first thing that I can live without on that particular list, I'm going to have to say weed. And that's because I'm not the biggest smoker. Like, I enjoy my mountain high and climbing my way to the top. I enjoy the occasional J, maybe a B. But just in terms of people that know me, they know that yeah, I don't buy not. weed. They know that I don't roll weed. <laughs> they know that I don't request to smoke. But if weed's around, I will smoke. If edibles around, I will indulge. If Mountain High's around, I will overconsume on Third Thursday. <laughs> but 
I'm not searching for those mm -hmm. things, right? And that leads me to my second one, which is probably gonna be alcohol. Went to Low Crib this weekend, shout out to Low, shout out to the Fab Six, minus Yeah Yeah, you know, what? what? But uh, we went to Low Crib, and let me show you this. I don't even think I sent you this. But this dude's bar is borderline. An alcohol, uh, alcoholic wouldn't survive in this environment. Logan, you got a nice bar? Dog, look at this bar, bro. Where's the picture? But uh, he, has, he has a bar that <gasps> it, it looks like a bar. It looks like a, a bourbon, lounge, dog. Whiskey. Crazy, right? Tequilas, vodkas. But the question is, when we came in, everybody was like, why ain't none of the bottles open? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like he's more of a connoisseur. He'll taste it. We got the bam, but he's not an alcoholic on some man. I got to drink all the time. He just loves to collect different liquors. So I think that that's kind of the same way I move. Like I could have a crib full of liquor. Not saying I have that much, but I could have a crib full of liquor and I'm not drinking any of it unless it's, oh, we going live on Third Thursday. We sipping on some Maker's Mark. I got company over. It's a lot. I'm more, it's, it's a plethora of liquor. <laughs> But none of it's being consumed because he don't need liquor. He just likes to consume exotic liquors and stuff like that. So I say all that to say, like when it comes to weed and liquor, those are things that I like to indulge in, don't like to overconsume, yeah. and could definitely live without. But when you're talking about food, how? You need that. You gotta have food. You need that. Uh, music. Come on. I gotta have some music playing in the background when I'm doing anything. Uh, sex. Come on, man. We wouldn't be here without it. Friends. That's borderline. That's borderline for me. One, because I don't consider a lot of people friends. And two, I spend a lot of alone time you know, being my own friend. So yeah. it's kind of one of those. I would wonder, like, it's, it's one thing when it's optional to spend time alone. It's another thing when it's like, nigga, you don't have the option. You don't have friends. <laughs> How would that play out? So I wonder, right. would that be my third one? We might be friends. But I feel like music, food, sex, and money... We need these things uh, to not only survive, but to thrive. What's we'll that? Um, so my two would be, I think I said alcohol and friends. <laughs> you and Casey, man. Shout out to Casey, baby, in the DMV. She um, also said friends. I don't, like, I like to, to have a cocktail, right, or two or three. Depending but on the situation. I don't need it. Like, right. I could definitely live without it. I don't ever have to drink alcohol again in life, right? Type shit. Um, and friends. I mean, I like me. I thoroughly enjoy me. I, I mean, I, I really don't. I wish people really understood that, and I wish, I wish other people really enjoyed themselves the way I enjoy me. Um, because yeah, I, I, I could go without talking to other people. Yeah. So, what's your relationship with weed then? Oh no, I need. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, I smoke daily, okay, right. and um, it relaxes me, and it's probably why I don't need to be around nobody else, because I can have conversations with my damn self and figure out my own shit. Like, literally, when I'm sitting back watching a show or a movie, I'm like, damn, what? Oh, my God. Girl, you know, that's right. Shoot, you don't need him. That's dumb shit anyway. Talking like, to your that's me. Talking to yourself. That's me. Right. And so I don't need nobody chiming in. I don't right. need nobody like, well, I don't agree with that. I don't like, nobody asked you. We like, all agree. Do we all agree? <laughs> right. Because it's just me. So I'm good on that. That's real. And I think that, I hope I'm not oversharing, Casey, baby, but uh, she also said, uh, when you know what I'm saying, when she gets into that state of euphoria, 
she loves her a long time and she becomes her own best friend. Yes, you know what I'm saying? So but, we're there, um, Casey. Right. Y'all shall never part, man. But what's your um bottom two that you would eliminate first? Did people of, say? Say it again on the joint. Um, alcohol, food, money, sex, friends, music, or weed. So which two could you live without? And then obviously the other five you couldn't live without. Um, but I think that about wraps us up for this week's segment of relationships on this week's episode of This Then the Third. Literally. Literally. We thank y'all as always for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. And please be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out each and every Thursday at noonish Chicago Standard Time, and check us out on all social media platforms by searching This, That, and the Third with the third spell I I I like the Roman numeral three. Once again, it's been a pleasure serving as your host. It's your boy Calvin Leroy King the Third. My lovely co-hosts with the Moses, Miss Reese Peace, the one and only, and we are the undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, check us, us out. out.